now, boom. A real quick segue. You wanted to make a case for J. Cole being the next greatest of all time? I do. I think, I think, I was thinking about this, I uh, put it in the chat the other day. I think if you look at potential for the next GOAT, um, J. Cole has to be in the forefront of that uh, of that list. All right? So I was thinking about, you know, all these uh, rappers that have a lot of critical acclaim and popular support. And uh, I kind of brought it down to, like, you know, three. And you got your Kendrick, you got your Cole, and you got your Drizzy Drake. Um, all have popular success and all have huge followings independently. I feel as though... Kendrick is like, is like because, like, for the allure of a hip hop purist. Like, I think hipsters and people who don't necessarily uh, uh, know his bars or know exactly what he says, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Kendrick fans like that. Like, uh, I was talking to my wife one day and she was like, Yeah, me and Sunni are going, shout out to Sunni, uh, going to this Kendrick uh, concert. I was like, Oh, joint, what, what, what joints do you, uh, you like? And she was like, swimming pools. And I was like, yeah, and what else? And she was just like... Swimming pools. Yeah. Right. And then I was just like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not even, you know, a fan. I don't, I don't think most people are, are a fan of Kendrick, so really listen to Kendrick. And I think that the Kendrick, the Kendrick listening experience is such that um, it kind of it kind of turns off a lot of patrons. It's very heavy. You know what I mean? It's very uh, fucking dense. Like you have to really, really, really listen to, to, to fucking hear to Kwame's, and to Kwame's point a couple months ago. I don't think it's something that, uh, the average person would invest time or energy into. Um, so I think that kind of puts Kendrick or makes his, his route to, to go to them a little bit more difficult. I think people might say his goat just because they realize that he can rap well, but they don't really listen to what he raps. Mm hmm. On the opposite side of the spectrum, I think you have Drake. And Drake, uh, whereas I think you almost know his lyrics fucking by osmosis. Like, you know, I don't even know I knew the lyrics to the song. You know what I mean? Like, you just be in the club one day or in the car, and you didn't rap all three verses. Like, shit. Like, what the fuck happened? How did I get here? You know what I'm saying? I think, I think that he's so popular and he's so um, emo that um, it kind of waters down his... Um, his his actual uh, perception. I feel like we all know that that Drake can rap. You know what I'm saying? But we're just like, do I we? would want to hear. It. I think I think do we, we do. I think I think yeah. I think he has he, he's bars, man. I, but I, or Quentin Miller has bars, whatever. But um, I feel like when we have albums, like you, I'd, I'd want to hear him rap. I don't want to hear him fake ass singing. Like you know what I mean? I think like you know, Views from the Six was a bitch album, and I think that's gonna, you know hurt him I think that you know the only bitch rapper that is a goat is L. Cool J and that's largely because he did a lot of work on the front end where he was just hard as hell and killing niggas and Kumo D and you know what I mean it was just right. a lot of that shit and then he went into the this nigga Drake just went into the lady shit you know what I mean now trying to come back with the you know whatever but it's like I don't know that Many and we're gonna be comfortable when we're like you know I, I, I I'm gonna put Drake in the top ten or top five. I had the conversation or say he's his favorite rapper. That's, uh, but that's because Drake stopped rhyming like Fonte when he when he figured out rhyming for rhyming like he does now makes more money. Right, but that but at what price? You know what I'm saying? And I think you know in the middle of that of that uh, that motherfucking spectrum is J Cole. I feel like he has clever wordplay and bars. He has. Uh, stuff that he says and gets dense with the wordplay and the uh, and the schemes, um, but he also has the knack to create you know popular and melodic you know what I mean hooks and choruses um, that make his songs pop. Um, I think that you know his mixtape, you know Friday Night Lights joints and um, and other joints have, have built up his 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 pedigree. I feel like uh, you know. The album progression is getting better. I went back to Two's Point, listened to uh, Born Center. Uh, really good album. Yo, yo. Um, that Born and, Center was really good. And that uh, that uh, uh, 2014 Forest Hills or 2015 Forest Hills Drive is like the first uh, rap album to go platinum without a feature in a fucking long ass time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he has positioned himself. Uh, in, in the in, in the area to be the next goat, I really wish that with the uh, with the we all gotta die someday. You would you would have called out names. I wish it. That's why I called it the fake over. I wish you would have just really said, "No, I 
All right, I did my work. Now I'm just coming for you. Know, like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm telling you I'm the best. That's what Jay did. And that's when Jay, you know, rocked to the top of the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When that motherfucking blueprint, he was, he was always considered one of the better rappers. When that blueprint came out, you know what I'm saying? When he had that summer jam, that summer before, you know, the blueprint came out, mm-hmm. it was it was it was real crazy. You know what I'm saying? And that's what propelled him into GOAT status. Yeah. I see, thought J. Cole should have done that, and I think that he's the next thing up. I I can't I cannot disagree, I think. Um because Cole, he walks that line, like you said, between the bar spitter. Uh, but he also has, he's not just a bar spitter. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's not just like a cannabis. You know what I mean? He's not, um, he's not just spitting lines just to spit them. Like, he has creativity. And that's what I think is that missing element from a lot of rappers who could be really dope. Uh, like, for example, if you go off with that um, Major Key album uh, with DJ Khaled, you know what I'm saying? Um, I forget the name of the song, but J. Cole, he has a song on there and it's totally different. It's totally different from every other, you know, song that Khaled has on there. It's not just a future hook, you know what I'm saying, with a bunch of dudes rapping on it. You know what I mean? If it's anything like this in heaven, maybe I'd be better off in hell. Tables do turn and labels do burn The second they ask you to sell your soul Don't you do it, don't you fold Say fuck that shit and be bold Cause all them stories you told On records worth more than gold And if you never go gold again At least you would know The end of your road was chose by you and bars. Companies It's bars, but like he's, you know, he's doing a little Jermaine's he's doing a little, Yeah, he's doing yeah. a little singing on it Like I love that joint, I loop that joint sometimes uh, just because of how creative it is. And that's what I think he has. He brings creativity, but sometimes, as you see with the shots he sends, he just brings bars and heat. And like you said, that combination um, sometimes is, is what you need to propel yourself above the level of just a dope rapper. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I still think that Kendrick could be the GOAT as well. Um, I would love to see those two rise in their duality as their as their uh, trajectories propel them upwards. Uh, I can't wait for their next albums. Like I want to listen to Coles. Uh, I want Kendrick to come out. Rumor has it they were supposed to be working on an album together. Yeah, right. Um, like duh, I saw that and like lo- nearly lost my mind. I was like, that is like the singularity right there <laughs> of the new hip hop movement that's coming up right now. And we need that so bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but like Kendrick, Kendrick is on, you know, he's on some other things sometimes and he doesn't care. And I love that about him. You know what I mean? Um, but sometimes that doesn't translate to mass appeal. You know what right. I mean? Um, like you get the critical acclaim. I don't think anybody's denying Kendrick, the critical acclaim. Um, but with pure, number movement i don't know if it if it's equivalent you know to the commercial success versus critical success i think cole could do that i think it's false acclaim though i feel like it's people that don't listen you know what i mean like 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 ken and i talk about cannabis and we will rattle off some cannabis lyrics you know what i'm saying i will rattle off some cannabis lyrics or people that say Eminem is, you know, goat they could say Eminem lyrics and then say you know six sick dreams and kiss 16 like you know what i mean but it's like I don't know that all these people that are on the Kendrick bandwagon, you know what I mean, know Kendrick. I feel like they hear something different and they hear him rhyming fast and they hear him, but they don't necessarily know, you know what I mean, what it is. Like, no one, like, did they really understand the Pimple Butterfly, like, what it, what it meant and, and, and the concept of the album? Or did you just, you know what I mean, here we gonna be all right in there, you know what I'm saying, something else and, and that's it. Well, that's what I said. That's what I said. I think, um, I think he gets... Like to like to pimp a butterfly was a was a huge critical um, success, but it, I don't know if it was a commercial success because of the like you said the people who may not have delved into it beyond the superficial. Hey, this is a Kendrick rap album. You know what I mean? Like who didn't listen to the words or listen to the poem in between the um, in between the individual tracks and how it built up over time. Like I don't know if people appreciate the history and the, the, the depth that Kendrick put into that album, um, other than, you know, people who study the game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like I said, that's why I think he can be, he's, he is 
critically successful. Um, but I think he also has that ability to maneuver in the commercial success as well. You know, what with um, uh, a good kid, Mad City. You know what I mean? Like that album right there had everything. Yeah, it did. Um, and I think, but I think Kendrick made the conscious choice not to repeat that uh, to 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 go somewhere else. Um, and it's kind of similar to what Cole did. You know, Cole came out straight commercial rapper. You know, he had no he had no style. Like it was all you know one. He rapped one way. You know who what that, I mean? Who that? Exactly. And then he moved uh, to Born Center and he elevated his game. I loved Born Center because of that sophomore progression. And then he even took it even further, you know what I mean, with uh, Forest Hills Drive. Um, so I just can't wait to see what this new album brings. And based off of what I've been seeing so far, I'm really enthused about it. Um, I mean, I feel like you think Eminem gave you the blueprint to how to be successful as a bar spitter. You have cannabis... I mean, you have your Razzcasts who who are greatly, you know, appreciated and, and revered in the hip-hop community. But the difference between them and, and Eminem is the fact that he was able to spit bars and be successful. And the way in which he was able to do that was he made songs that were friendly to your ear and that they may seem simplistic or, 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 or hokey-dokey, you know what I mean? But he actually has a bar or two in there, and and that's not representative of his album. Mm-hmm. Like you, you heard that "Hi, my name is." You know what the what the fuck is this? Right. And you would never think that that would lead into that album. Like he does say some stuff about his mom in the song with you, but the the how dark that album is. Like you know what I'm saying? From "Hi, my name is." Like you, it just it it was a fucking total 180, and mm-hmm. it kind of like he tricked you into listening to it as bars. I don't think you get that with Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though, like, like you have swimming pools and it has the melodic, you know, song, the melodic uh, chorus or whatever, but he's spitting hella hard in that joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and it's like, I don't think that, you know what I'm saying, your girls on the dance floor can can rap that long to that. You know what I mean? I don't feel like, you know, the average is going to sit down and say, what, what did he say? Run that back again? Like, I don't think the average person is doing that, which would remove him from that category. I, I mean, think that he might get in. Like, you know, like, like, like the kids now say Biggie was so great and not realize, you know, his impact on the culture and, and how people rap. And they say, cause they heard of him rapping. I know a song or two, but like for all intents and purposes, Jay-Z was that guy because you could say this, 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 and that. And I feel like J. Cole is that same, you know, in that same mold. I don't agree. I think J. Cole is going to go down as a great rapper but I don't think he'll be going down as one of the greatest of all time simply because he does not engender you to his to, he does not engender himself to your ears um like you got you guys have this praise for born center that I just don't have I found born center to be incredibly boring um I do like Forest Hills Drive but I didn't like it enough to go back and listen to it and revisit it. Um, wow. The first album was was pretty good. But to me, J, to me, J. Cole is that dude in high school who always had bars and was always trying to rap. But you'd be like, yo, yo, you dope, you dope. But you wouldn't be like, like on him. Pause. Um, like, I feel like he, he, he definitely can rap. He definitely has creativity. Um, I appreciate him trying to like, he puts his all into his craft. Like, I really appreciate that. Uh, I think that he, he comes out mediocre sometimes. So I, I, I will put him up there as great. Not one of the greatest of all time. Well, so he's two questions he... for you, for you, Kenny. One, you know what I mean? What is your, you know, criteria for, uh, becoming or potentially being a goat and two um if j cole is not on that pathway who do you think uh is currently on that pathway um so as far as criteria i think that you have to i think it you don't have to have universal praise but i think you have to have a majority praise and while going platinum 
with with 2014 Forest Hills Drive is a big step towards that. Uh, I think that you have to have, like, you have to have both sides. I think you have to have the spitters mentality, and you have to have that majority appeal too. That um, you know, LL being that he transitioned into a ladies rapper, but he still had the spitters on his side, and then he still had the majority appeal on his side because. You know, he could drop I'm Bad, but then he could drop I Need Love, and both of those coexisted, and that got him, you know, those types of things. I'm going back to Cali, and but also I Shot You, but also 4321, but also right. Who Do You Love? Like, right. those joints made it big, but he was also spitting on those joints, and he had memorable lines. I, I don't find J. Cole to have too many memorable lines. What? Um... I, but this also kind of knocks down Kendrick because I don't think Kendrick has too many memorable lines. He has memorable songs and concepts, but as far as individual lines, like, yeah, like you're right. I can't just sit up here and just spit like, yo, Kendrick said this, but I can tell you like, yo, I really dig that backseat freestyle. You know what I mean? So in my life, I want money and power. Respect my <laughs> mind. Adopt from show. Like I think, Good Kid, Mad City is, can move into classic album territory. I think To Pimp a Butterfly is already a classic. Um, but I would, I, I'm not going to put classic status on it. But I think it is, it it is a classic. Uh, so I think Kendrick could move into that to be the next greatest of all time to move into that category. I think J. Cole gets close. He could get that push into it, but I don't think he makes it. See, I think I think that uh, I understand what you're saying as far as the rap. You know what I mean? And I respect that. But I feel as though there has to be, there's, a, there's another level of of appreciation that has to occur. And you talk about, you know, the goats of the game. You know what I mean? They all had both. Mm-hmm. You're talking about your Biggie, Jay-Z, you mm-hmm. know, Nas, Tupac, Eminem. And I think that people appreciated them for their rap and people appreciated them for their personalities and their their message and their, you know, persona. Big Daddy Kane. And I right, and and I and I and I think that that's the spectrum that I think J. Cole's in a better position than Kendrick. I think well, that uh, people uh, appreciate him for his rap and not, you know, totality. Because like you said, you can't spit a line. You can spit a, you know, you can go to the club on any night and hear, you know, a bunch of ladies singing, you know what I mean, Biggie Smalls or Tupac or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you don't you don't hear them at all, ever doing, you know, you know fucking uh, Kendrick. You know what I mean? You can hear him doing Drake, you know what I mean? But you don't mm-hmm. ever hear him doing Kendrick. And I and I feel like Drake doesn't have that appreciation of his bars from the, from the rap not. community. Definitely and not. And so, especially if his shit is, you know what I mean, written for him. So that kind of, you know, knocks him down a peg. And I feel like, you know, I'm not saying he's a GOAT already, or I just feel like he's in the best position because he has appreciation from the rap uh, fans and the spitters. And he has appreciation. He has that 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 uh, club appeal where you know what I mean anybody can just say you know what I mean. Yeah, his lyrics. I, I can I can re- I can definitely respect that, which is why I, I to me J Cole is like that NBA player who never got a ring, but could but averaged a double double for like nine years straight. Right. And like that, you have those debates of like, all right, yeah, that dude, he averaged a double double. He's reliable. He's a scorer. He never got a ring, though. So is he in the Hall of Fame? I feel like J. Cole is that kind of person where you could have that debate of like, yo, J. Cole could really be there. And then somebody be like, I don't know. And you, you just have that debate back and forth. So well, see, but, I think but I can I appreciate think, your side, though. I think, you know, the what. What's going on right now, what may detract from, you know, GOAT status from a lot of people is the fact that there's such a deluge of music out there right now. That's just kind of, I don't want to say drowning out the sound, but it's like mm. sucking sucking viewership away. That's true. You know, from some of these, you know what I'm saying, people who could 
have achieved much uh, a much larger mass appeal, you know, if those eyes were on them instead. You know what I mean? Like you don't have that major media outlet, that sole major media outlet anymore. You not you got tons mm-hmm. of individual internet and you know streaming services, all with their own proprietary you know claims to music and whatnot. Um, that are fracturing the musical economy right now, and so it's like you're always gonna get you're always gonna get um, you know coal is always gonna get like I said coal is always gonna get played down here. You know what I mean? Right. Like where I'm at right now, uh, North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? Um, Kendrick is always gonna be out there on the West Coast. You know what I mean? Like he's always gonna get play out there. Uh, is he getting as much play over here? You know what I'm saying? Is he getting as much play in the Deep South? I don't know. You know what I mean? Right now, I go on Twitter right now, you know, I see a few um, uh, J. Cole blurbs and stuff. I see some snippets of the of the rap video where he's taking shots or whatnot. But I, I see a lot of 21 Savage versus Tiger Beef. You know what I mean? I don't even like, know what that is. Exactly. Tiger Jenner with the soft lips. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not, you're not, you don't have your eyes on that. But you know what I'm saying? Millions of retweets do. Right, right. I don't, I, I, but I don't think it's that. I don't, I don't want to blame it on the industry or the current culture because it happened way before this. This is the uh, fucking Jay Z vacuum. When when Jay Z announced the retirement in the Black Album, right? There was never a a a anyone that that attempted to to fill that void. It was you know Ti and you know, I'm King of the South. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was never, I'm king of, you know, hip-hop, I'm that nigga. And so, uh, you had dudes that had the, you know, the opportunities, that had to put in work that were out at that time that, that could have said, you know what, I'm taking over the game. So this is, and, and, and this is unlike when Biggie died, when you had Jay-Z and Nas and DMX right. and all these dudes like, yo, I'm taking over the game. Right. So then you had like, you had like you know a Kanye or a, like a Fifty Cent at this time, and it's like there was nobody that was on that second tier that challenged them, or that said that you know I'm that you know it wasn't a fab you know what I'm 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 next up I'm I'm hungry you know what I'm saying coming of age part two it was none it was none of that, and so these guys just kind of rode their wave out uh, Kanye. Kept making you know different types of music. Fifty Cent just became less and less popular because it's oversaturation, mm-hmm. and it was just like the void opened up again. So who's the next you know out? And so it was like nobody really claimed that spot. And 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 different from you know the past hip hop where it was you know Biggie or Pac or you know uh, Wu Tang or you know what I'm saying like it was just always a kind of discussion of who was the best. And then it just stopped. But that's, and that's true. But to Kwame's point though, when Biggie died, we had the radio where Jay-Z could go to Hot 97 and claim that he was the best. And people would sit up and listen because that's really all we had to listen to. And Nas would go on, uh, what was the other one? Power 105. And 105. He would, he would, you know, rebuke that. And that's all we had to listen to. Nowadays, like Kwame's saying, we got this deluge. You know, you could you can go to Twitter, SoundCloud. Uh, you heard that new two dope boys, not nah, right, and it, it it's just you know music. It's it's so many people. So like, boom, you could come up and be like, "Yo, I'm next up. I'm that dude." No, but man. I feel like nobody's going to hear you. You know what I mean? I don't agree. I feel like but, I feel like if but, but hold up, if, but hold up, but hold up, because I'm gonna say like. Like dudes like Sky Zoo, Torre, like Spitters on the Underground, Joel, Joel Ortiz, like these dudes are hungry. They also a little bit older, but these dudes are hungry and they be trying to get out there and get in front. But who? How can you get to them? I feel like I feel like if if these dudes like maybe like a Royce to Five Nine came out of songs, it's like fuck Kanye. You know what I mean? Like I'm that like you know what I'm saying? Like. I feel like that would get played, like you know what I'm saying. Like just like this J Cole joint came up when the song dropped, it was the number one joint on Google. Like J Cole possibly just in dissing Kanye. You know what I'm but, saying? But the difference between those two is Royce's last album didn't go platinum. That's true. That's so true. J, J Cole has that, and not only that, but Royce Royce would wash J Cole lyrically 
easily. I agree. But I'm, 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 but, I'm just saying like a second tier rapper to challenge somebody. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, while Royce can, Royce has one of the best rap albums this year, period, bar none. He also has the, True. probably the best mixtape this year. But, fact, Royce wasn't on David, not David Letterman, uh, Jay Leno or whatever talk show that was last year, dropping like, you know, bars about, uh, you know, blacks being killed by the police. You know, the album, his last album didn't go platinum with no features. He's not out there, you know, doing whatever J. Cole's doing to, in, to engender this popularity. So I think that if Royce came out tomorrow and was like, fuck Kanye, it would get played on Twitter and it would get played in the blogs, but it wouldn't be on radio. It wouldn't be Google search like J. Cole is. I, I don't. I don't. I think. This, I think that's what the that's what the people want. Like when uh, Troy Ave dropped, and he was like, "I'm bringing New York back," and it was Tim's and uh, fucking Coochie sweaters, and he put all them old, you know, what I'm saying rappers we want to hear on them fucking tape. Fat Joe, Cam, and fucking Diddy, Mace. You know what I mean? That you wanted to hear, uh, you mean? <laughs> that, I mean, picking from from my area. That yeah. shit was huge. Yeah, that shit was huge. It, your localized area was huge, dog. They got no play down here, dog. What, but what, what I'm saying is, though, like, if you came out and it said, like, you know, I'm about to bring the real back. Like, like I said, when it was the battle for the king of the south, when you put that that competitiveness in the air, that's what the people want. That's what, like, the, the people dictate what's on the radio. You know what I'm saying? The people make, make, make shit change. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think that's what people want. You're right. But now we've come all the way full circle. Now we have J. Cole trying to bring that real back and little Yachty is saying, I don't listen to him. So now we're at an impasse because you have one trying to bring the competition back and one is saying, I'm not even like, I'm not even in that arena to even think about getting into a competition. Cause I'm, I'm out here over here doing Molly or whatever. I don't know. You know what I mean? That shit don't work though. That shit don't work. Like, like how that shit work out for Meek? You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't say shit to Drake and Drake kept roasting his ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're right. It's, it, it diminishes character. So it's going to become a point where, you know what I mean? You're going to have to say something. You know what I mean? Well, like, like, he's bodying you. Like, you're going to have to say something. That was a little bit. That was a, that was a, that was like the extreme scenario. You know what I mean? Like this dude, Drake went up putting memes at his concert and stuff like, like he went at, he went at, he was trying to like eradicate, you know what I'm saying? Meek Mills he, from he went the, 50 the rap route. game. You know what I mean? Like this, what Cole is doing is different. Like he's calling him out. Like he's, and so Yachty has the, you know what I'm saying? Ability to just not respond like Cannon says and, and put it at an impasse because I don't think Cole is going to go the route of, oh yeah. And then put out two to three more diss tracks. You know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, just post it all over social media because he's not trying to make a point. Like this isn't a vendetta. He's trying to make a point about the game of hip hop right now. You know right. what I'm saying? So I, I mean, I wish Yachty would respond. I do. I totally do because I think that, like Camden said, this is something that the game, like you're saying, like this is something that the game needs. Like in yep. order to elevate uh, the level and the status of some of the rappers, we need some of these rappers to go at each other mm-hmm. so we can have yep. these discussions. Like where's the water cooler discussion about you know who yep. won this rap battle, who won this, you know what I'm saying, freestyle, who did this, who did. We don't got that anymore. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. That's that's you know like I I mean that 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 happened back in the day you know what I'm saying like we old now you know um like what are the kids doing are they are they talking about who mumbled you know what I'm saying mumbler mumblier you know what I'm saying like like I mumbled you dog like you were kind of coherent so you lose like I, I don't know I'm old dog like I'm drinking this. I was about to get some chaser for this Jack but I don't even think I'm gonna do it now dog and the the last point I'll make is. Uh, boom, we, we do have precedent for, for that, too. Earlier this year, Joe Button tried to go at Jake um, at Drake. And his reason was, I'm trying to make you rap again. Now, uh, that's true. That's granted, true. Joe Button did have an album coming out. But mm-hmm. his point was, I want all y'all to start rapping again. I'm tired of this meme stuff going back and forth. Like, rap. I want you to rap. So he goes mm-hmm. at Drake. And it did get picked up, and Drake did not participate. So then it just dies. So we're Good at point. that we're at that impasse again. Of you have somebody who is known as a lyrical dude going at somebody, and it bigger, and it's not it, it falls on deaf ears. 
because a lot of Drake's fans were like, I don't even know who Joe Button is. Not even realizing that before they were Drake fans, Drake was out here praising Joe Button for being one of the illest spitters around. So Jersey. You you have that 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 impasse of my fans don't care about you. I don't care about you. So what you're trying to get at me with doesn't matter. And we start losing that competition. Don't care. Don't care. We start losing that competition <laughs> at the upper levels, which is a problem because, you know, it's great to it's great that everybody's buddy buddy, but I I really would love some competition here in in this hip hop game. I wish Sean Price was still alive. He he'd probably do something crazy. Let's not be let's not let's let's be clear. By no means am I advocating or I'm trying to say that I want to hear a little Yachty response record because I don't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I just I just I just feel like you know it, that's how you get to the top of the game, and I feel like the game's in a bad spot now, not because of the mumble rap, because nobody wants to be the best, and it's like I'm the I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a rapper. This is what I do. I'm just I'm in my own lane and I'm making money. Right, like that's not what this is. Like you know, what I'm saying to to get back to the essence, you know what I mean? Right, there has to be what you said. I'm whack. What mm-hmm. you said? You said uh, me and AI got more in common than just balling and rhyming. Did it <laughs> more in common? <laughs> oh, oh no, I no, nah, I can't go like that, man. It has to be one of them joints. Right, personal. Right, maybe because we love it. Because we love it. Maybe a roasting session would uh. Would engender some competition, but, but that's not what happened with the Drake and the Meek joint. He came super personal at Drake. I mean, at uh, Meek, he did. You know what I'm saying he did. That's that's Meek's he, fault he, for not responding, though. Dog. Yeah, that's like, all on Meek. That could have that could have been you know what I'm saying that could have been a really classic battle right there. And Meek Mills was Meek Mills. You know what I'm saying he wasn't like Bold Mills. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, he wasn't like empowered Mills. He was Meek Mills, you know. Meek Mills will never top motherfucking intro. Like that's like that. He will never get past that. Now, and I liked his album. I was so upset, nah, dog. Like he nah. got he got roasted so hard, I stopped listening to his album. <laughs> like the funniest thing I could remember was Twister on Twitter saying, "I uh, what was the uh, what was the joint that him and Drake were on on his album?" Uh, Rico. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the the funniest thing I saw is Twister tweeted, you know what I'm saying? So I guess we're not getting that Rico video. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, Enrico was so dope. You know what I mean? I don't know. Meek Mills, dog. Timid Mills. <sighs> hey, if y'all knew about the Philly rap scene, y'all would have already knew that Meek probably wouldn't respond to Drake, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know the Philly rap scene. Yeah, though. shout out to Joey Jahad, Reed Dollars. He told it in the he told her they didn't put a beat on. <laughs> Speaking of beats, uh, what you been listening to? Um, this week we had a whole bunch of uh, music drop. A lot of music. And man, um, it's a lot to go through. So boom, what you been? What you been on? I've been listening to J. Cole, man. I'm not going to, you know, hold you. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's it? A lot, that, that, a lot of that Cole. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I'm, it wasn't no, you know, flop joint. I was just saying, I think, you know, I did my research. I think he's, you know, mm-hmm. did his, uh, his, his, paid his dues and it's time to take that step. I wish he would have said his good names and that fake over and just gone at them all. Okay. Boom. J. Cole. Kwame, what you been on? Man, you know what I've been on. I, I know what you've been on. You know what I've been on, son. I've been on this uh, Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, uh, Awaken My Love, heavy, son. I've been on it heavy. Have a word for your brother. Have some time for one another. Really love one another. It's so hard to repeat um uh 
but shout out to shout out to Boom. You know what I'm saying? He uh, he was like, you know, the single that he put out reminds me of that Rory. And I've never listened to Rory at all, ever. Um, and so I went on and put on Rory has a new single or his latest single. It's called Never Alone. That's been that's been looping kind of heavy as well, too. Just go. You were never alone. No, you were never alone. No matter where you go. I just want you to know. cigarette song but um back to the back to the awaken my love with gambino uh there's something there's something special about that album um Mm -hmm. that takes me back to like you know i'm saying p-funk era you know i'm saying um just funk uh and the again the creativity behind the songs uh are fantastic i love the song that i love is is zombies and terrified Mm. those two songs off of that album zombies is just i feel like he's talking about something i'm trying to figure out if he's talking about like the 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 people in general that are surrounding him or or if it's just you know he's just making a zombie track if it's if it's an allegory for something deeper i'm thinking it's the the hook is um we're eating you for profit, and we're so glad we met you. It's I, I'm, it's something it's it's something about commercialism. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it's something commercial, like almost like management. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like the situation that's happening with him right now. Like he's he is poised to become Chappelle circa 2003, yeah. 2002. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? With all of the the Atlanta FX was a huge success. I call it Atlanta effects. Atlanta was a huge success for <laughs> him. Atlanta I'm, I've been tweeting it so hard. Dog. Um, Atlanta was a huge success. This album, I think, is going to be a huge success. He's going to be Lando, young Lando Calrissian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's poised to, you know, explode into the major markets. You know what I mean? But with that, you know, uh, you know, the leeches come out. You right. know what I'm saying? And so I feel like that's what that zombie song is talking about. And then Terrified is just a a, a crazy joint. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Please don't find me rude, but I don't like fast food. <laughs> so don't run so fast. Just hide. Love it. Yeah. Um, you you know me. I've been on that childish too. Yes, sir. Heavy. Um, my two joints are Riot and Stand Tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Riot because it, it reminds me it's only two minutes and 50 seconds long something like that and it really reminds me of an uh, late 70s track of just like jam you know, like we're going to jam out and you know we're we going we're going to sing but we not it's, it's not going to be long and drawn out we're going to get in and out mm-hmm. and I love Riot man I wish Riot was I wish Riot was longer because the the melodies in it, the guitar in it, everything about it, I love it. And then Stand Tall, it draws parallels with me and your mama because yeah. it comes in different parts. But the last part when that when that um acoustic comes in mm-hmm. and then the drums come in, mm-hmm. man, like that joint there are certain parts in, in music that just make you feel good, like just like it just hits you it's somewhere inside you. And it, Here you go again. Here we go again. <laughs> I'm sorry to oversight, Boom, but that's how I felt when I listened to it. For me. I'm saying like, for me, Boom. I'm not saying like you going to feel that. Pause. I'm saying for me, like I love the last minute and a half or so of Stand Tall because of how it comes in in the different parts. Um, and and the, the thing with me is that it takes me back to an era like growing up in my household where we didn't listen to a lot of... You know, uh, you know, what I'm saying I didn't listen to a lot of hip hop unless it was the X Clan. You know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, mine was mine was more worldly music. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about Africa, Brazil. You know what I'm saying? That type of thing. Um, the 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 Afro Cuban music. You know what I'm saying? Um, or it was reggae. You know what I mean? Uh, but occasionally, you know what I'm saying? Pops. You know, he had his his record his record player, huge. I want to say 28. 30 inch speakers, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Those those waist high joints. Right. You know what I mean? Uh and he would put on some funk. 
You know what I'm saying? And we would start cleaning the house, dog. And that's what this takes me back to. It takes me back to you put on that album, you crank it all the way up, and you just start getting it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like you put you put the mops on your feet and you start James Browning across the floor. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Boom. You like you you're like Sly, right? You know I do. Well, then you gonna like this album. I'm 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 gonna check it out. I'll start listening tomorrow. It's I mean it's something different. You know, it's different than what we were all expecting. I believe Um, the musicality in it, the instruments, the live instruments, um, are 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 fantastic. Each song is like totally unique, and yet somehow it all kind of fits together uh, into one kind of you know musical message. Um, like I, I can't, I can't, I mean, I, I can't be guilty of oversizing it. You know what I'm saying? Because I think the album is just that great. Um, I don't I will, know if it's a hip hop album. No, no, it's not at all. More Nowhere soul near. funk, maybe. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Um, and, and a little bit of classic rock too. And and what's funny? What's funny about the it? Niggas just listen to that motherfucking Rory, man. I'm trying to tell you, I'm man. Going Indigo to. Child. I'm going to. Indigo Child. It's not on Spotify, dog. <laughs> they took, took it down, man. It was on. Look, I I'm can't, trying to tell you, man. Listen here, I can't do it. Like I can't not listen to something that's not on Spotify. It's not a part. <laughs> I will like, say, uh, I don't dig California. Um, I don't skip it, but I don't dig it that much either. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where it's not, the rest of the album is so great that um, you're kind of meh about that one. Yeah. Um, I need to, I would I would have to pull up the track list to see if there's anything else I don't like. I, but, I, to be honest, I, I like everything else except for California, really. But like with, I said, I don't skip California. With me, I do skip. I played uh, Me and Your Mama and Redbone so much mm. when those singles dropped that I'm kind of tired of them right now. So I'm, I am skipping those so I don't wear myself out on them. So I can mm. come back to it at a later point and appreciate it. Yeah, um, That's just how I roll. Like If I find something that I like, I binge it. You know, and to the right. point of sickness until I can't stand it anymore. Um, kind of like how the radio will play something over and over. That's kind of how I am. I can dig that. Um, but yeah, boom. Yeah, check check out that Childish Gambino album. It's it's not a hip hop album at all. Don't go in there thinking it's a hip hop album. You got it on. You got it on vinyl coming soon, don't I, you? I ordered it on vinyl because uh, the way that the sound engineering on it to me. Um, they made it in a way that it sounds like a 70s album. So to me, I want to hear the record pops and hisses in it. And I honestly think so for, for the listeners, if you made it this far into this show, congratulations, you made it through our foolishness. But I have um, I have a, a, a analog to digital converter where I can record vinyl off of my like legit genuine 70s vinyl player into my laptop i think i'm going to do that with it and that's how i'm going to listen to it you know digitally is off of vinyl because i feel like that'll that'll make it pop a little bit more for all the audio uh heads out there yeah hipster (laughs) um on the on on the flip side to that uh i was in florida with uh with my boo thing Mm. and um I told her that, you know, I was like, yo, there's so much music coming out. Like, Childish Gambino is out. And, man, and John Legend is coming out, too. And the Hamilton mixtape. And she was like, wait, John Legend? So she actually went and bought the John Legend album. So through her, I listened to it. And it's a John Legend album. It's pretty good. Can you just stay through the night? Mm. Turn down the bed and the blinds Before you turn around Can you just stay through the night? It's pretty good. Um, it's called Darkness in the Light. So uh, if you are a fan of John Legend and you've been missing his flavor, go check that out. Uh, he's crooning all over it. He's crooning about his uh, wife and his... No standouts? Uh, Not really. Not in my cursory listen. But I'm, I'm going to listen to it again to uh, get a little bit more into it. But um, 
Nah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good as a whole. So check that out. Um, that Hamilton mixtape. Sorry to say, it, Kwame, I'm a bit disappointed in it. Are you? Yeah. Uh, ja Rule and Ashanti, really? Uh, I'm not even gonna lie to you, dog. Like I I listened to like the first third of the album, and then I just put Gambino back because <laughs> they released they released at the same time. So I listened to the Gambino the whole way through. I was like, oh, I was actually pretty meh on Gambino the first listen through. But then again, it was like one in the morning. Mm. Um, and then I put on the Hamilton mixtape and I was like, huh. And I was like, I'm going to go back to that Gambino. And I haven't played the Hamilton since. Mm. Yeah, uh, I, pre- I I like the uh, the shot, the, the My Shot remix with uh, uh, Black Thought, Buster Rhymes, Joel Ortiz. I like the Rope My Way Out with Nas Davies, Lin-Manuel spitting on there with those two dudes. He gets a legit verse, and mm-hmm. it's dope. And Aloe yes, Black is. is singing the hook. Yep. Um, but everything else? Shout out to Ab, who hates Aloe Black. <laughs> Called that man a coon. Oh, man. <laughs> but I, what I do appreciate is uh, they do put You'll Be Back on here, and uh, that that is just... That is greatness, man. I forgot that dude's name who plays the the French the French king. No, no, not the French king. The um, the English king. Uh huh. And it's so that on that on the Hamilton cast album, there are three joints with him singing the way that he sings, but the way that he does it, it's so fanciful and fun. But it's so dope the way he does it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put that on the mixtape, so I appreciate that. But to be honest, everything else is just kind of, you know, it's all right. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm a, little, I'm a little disappointed in that. So uh, when you when you uh, get a chance to go back to Kwame, I, I, w- I, w- I would like to hear your, uh, your opinion on it. Fair enough. I mean, I, I love, uh, I don't know if you mentioned this or not, but I love the Immigrant song. Yeah. Um, yeah. K9 and, and, and the rest of the cats on there, they spit really, really hard and really, really relevant to today's times. Um, but yeah. Shout out to K9 for still being alive, man. You know what I'm saying? I haven't heard from him in a while and I know his lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Hey, he does what he do. Um, but yeah, I'm a, at some point, I don't know when, especially since Cole is dropping next week. Um, yeah. Gucci and uh, your boy Kid Cudi is dropping. I think the week after that. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, real quick, December has never been known as a heavy release album, uh, album release month. So this is look, kind of an anomaly here. Yeah, and and shout out to an earlier podcast. You know what I'm saying? Where, Gucci. where we were like, um, where we were like, uh, or at least I was at least questioning. You know what I'm saying? Were we ever gonna get a year like 20? I'm sorry, like, uh, was it 97? I think we were talking about hip-hop in 97 or 96. Mm-hmm. Um, 96 when, was a big year. You know what I mean? Golden era. Like, uh, I, we're, we're, I'm starting to look back now, dog. Like, I'm starting to look back at 2016. Like, this is this could be a this could be a special year. You know what I'm saying? Like, depending on how this cold goes, you had Tribe, you had Dayla. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like... Depending on how how the rest of the year fleshes out and what the following years look like, we could look back on this year and start talking about like how this was a, you know, what I'm saying an uptick, a spike, an increase in the quality of hip hop more than what we were expecting, especially the second half of the year. Yo, that because you get two you get two Gucci albums, you get that you know that Waptober, and you got that Return of the East Atlanta Santa. You know what I'm saying? Right around Christmas time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you're saying, dog. But and and let's let's not forget. Shout out to Royce to Five Nine. Like man, that exactly that album. Jeez. Oh, and by the way, uh, we didn't even speak on it. But Smoke Dizza, I know you were waiting for that boom. That's yeah. Smoke Dizza and Pete Rock. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I did listen to the one joint with Royce and Jesus. Is it on Spotify? I believe it is. I'm about to check for that joint and then Gambino. That's what this week's about. All right. So uh, we we went super long. Pause. Pause. Hundred dollar bills. Got one hundred dollar bills.
Black business of the week. Boom. So, uh, my brother-in-law, you know what I'm saying, Brian Lawrence, you know what I'm saying, uh, has penned this, uh, this, this, uh, children's book, you know what I mean, specifically for young black girls. It's called Little Brown Girl. Um, it's available on Amazon. You can go to littlebrowngirl.com, uh, um, catch the book, Little Brown Girl, at Instagram, or at Little Brown Girl, you know, cop the book, um, it's available in soft uh, paperback or hardback joint. You know what I'm saying? Uh, really nice joint to inspire. You know what I'm saying? Young female, which is what you know I'm all about. Uh, young Kwame. Um, Man, I'm it's a really, really, really dope book uh, for young girls of color. And I think that uh, my niece, shout out to Niall, you know what I'm saying? Brown Lawrence, who's just, you know, been read over 100 books. You know what I'm saying? She's not even one yet. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she doesn't watch TV. She just gets to read on. She reads books every day. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Um, no no iPad, no, you know what I'm saying, electronic devices, no TV, just books. You know what I mean? So uh, shout out to uh, our brother-in-law, Brian Lawrence. Where can we get yeah, it? Check it out. Where can we get it? Uh, you can get it at Amazon.com. You can get it from at the, at the website, uh, littlebrowngirlbook.com, uh, um, littlebrowngirlbook.com. At Instagram has links to the joint. Um, if you type on Amazon, little brown girl book comes up. You know what I mean. Um, anything about the WNBA? Nah, not not today, man. We're not gonna. You know what I'm saying. We're not gonna. Are you that. Are you sure? Nah. Okay. You know what I'm saying. It's all about it's all it's all about empowerment and upliftment. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about and, the WNBA. Uplifting. And, and, and a totally unrelated, you know what I'm saying, news and notes, you know what I'm saying. I also want to shout out, you know what I'm saying, my man Reds, you know what I'm saying, who's, who's doing his joint uh, Reds Rock on uh, out uh, uh, at the Red Rock joint on U Street on December 9th, you know what I'm saying. He's doing it real big. You know, you had the, the art events with the body painters and the, and the live art exhibits, you know what I'm saying. This is just a full turn up joint. Um, if you know Reds, you know what I'm saying? He's a pretty live dude. If you ever heard him on the mic, he gets it pretty, pretty, pretty crunk. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him again to still say crunk. <laughs> but, uh, you know what I'm saying? That's Reds Rock, you know what I'm saying? December the 9th, you know what I'm saying? At Red Rock on U Street, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Northeast DC, check it out. You know what I mean? Same dudes who still say crunk give out hip checks at the Y. Yep. <laughs> that's us. <laughs> yeah, that's us. <laughs> Put them together <laughs> money now. <laughs> All right. So, you, you got any more boom? Nah, man. Just hit my man okay. up. You know what I mean? Red's at Instagram or whatever his name is. At, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, social media. You know what I mean? We're degenerating so, quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me let me get it let me get it right because I had it and then I lost it. Let me just get this joint right because that's my man's and I I told him he's he's he's, rep, he's about to rep our. Uh, Podcasting too, so uh, it's a it's Red's turn up God, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's R E D Z, you know what I'm saying? Turn up God, you know, at Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Follow his joint, local party promoter, about to be back on U Street getting lit, you know what I mean? Red's Rock at Red Rock, you know what I'm saying? Establishment on U Street, December the 9th, you know what I'm saying? Come out. All right. So to wrap it up, uh, little brown girl book, you know what I'm saying, at Amazon.com. Little brown girl book, you know what I'm saying, at Instagram, you know what I'm saying. And f- Check it out. And Defcon Jive at DCJ Podcast on Twitter. Do uh, it. We yeah. definitely promoting that, uh, that part two, Dawnbreakers Heavy. Uh, we mm-hmm. promoting that uh, that goddamn sauce heavy, mm-hmm. like the, yes. like these are and, and little brown girl book. We the, these are all stocking stuffers. This, it's Christmas time, you know what I mean? Go buy all these yep. joints and, and and wrap them up, put them under the underneath the Christmas tree, or buy some tickets and take your girl to that damn truth comedy show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like a circus at that joint, man. That's a good. And gift. then you should go ahead and buy that ab that ab album. And and, okay. and when you leave the show, you come back and you know, you, you know you you made some food. You throw some goddamn sauce on the food. You play the ab album, and then you get right for the night with your lady. 
Or you might just hop on a plane and go to a Bears game, but then the get two is DJing the joint. You know what I'm saying? That's Jay Illa. While, while on the plane, you know what I'm saying? You're listening to Ab's, you know what I'm saying, album on the headphones. You or, know what I'm or, no, no, because you're not doing that on the plane. You're doing that with your lady at okay. the crib. On the plane, though, you're what? getting inspired because you're listening to Jay Quest, Lemonade. Mm. Yeah, shout out to Jay Quest okay. dropping that Lemonade before Beyonce. By the way, true indeed, true indeed. So you know, you know, we we got a lot of family out there, so we we try to rep everybody. But you know what you really should do if you're in the DC area? What's you should that? Probably go to Bake Sweet Love and get you some cupcakes. Yeah, you, def- you definitely should do that. This is a name dropping do segment, that. dog. <laughs> dropping mad names, promoting <laughs> mad businesses, dog. Yeah, I'm telling. That's what we I'm do, telling man. You. But if you want your joint, if you want your joint promoted, you should probably hit us up, though. How can you? Oh, hit you us should up? definitely hit us up. Podcast at defconjive.com on the email or on the Twitter at DCJ Podcast. Uh, you know, one of those two ways get promoted for free. We don't even get paid for these. We just do it, and then we tell people that we did it, and they be like, "Oh, that's dope." And then they just be retweeting it. Shout out to my man right. Namdi at Nick's favorite. Food truck, John. Oh, uh, what's on. the name of that come food on. truck, boo? Come on, come on, come on, dog. Come shout on. out, shout out to Namdi at the food truck, John. Shout out to Namdi at the food truck. Let's leave it What's right the there. food truck called, though, boo? In DC. Shout out to my man Namdi out there in the streets. You know what I'm saying? I see you out here putting that work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what's the name of that food truck, though, boom? Was it that neat meat? That's dog, what I'm talking about, boom. That neat meat DC. Food truck, get you some sloppy joes. <laughs> come on, come on. The <laughs> joke writes itself. <laughs> Catch him in Dupont Circle, real heavy. <laughs> We're laughing, uh, but really, no. Shout out Namdi at Neat Meat. Uh, yeah. The food yes. truck, food is food is dope. Um, so that's all our peoples out there, man. They we, we they rep us, we rep them. Um. So again, hit us up at DCJ Podcast. Uh, Kwame, we got some ideas popping probably for next year. Look out! Uh, it's going to be crazy. Watch out for that brisket. <laughs> Watch out for that brisket. That three hundred sixty-five degree mm. uh, drone aerial shots. Streets need the brisket ready for, for real. It. It's been too long, like for real. It's 2017. It's about to be like, what are we doing here? Like, how we have not progressed? How how this has not been done is a crime against humanity. Like, what do you what? Are, how have you lived your life? Right. You know right. What I'm saying? About the GoPro, the slow smoke, dog. Ain't <laughs> mm. ready for it, son. Time lapse on that joint. We need it. But I'm about I'm about to go I'm about to GoPro the uh, the hip check, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Before I'm yo, I need I need an NBA live of old dudes, dog. like <laughs> man, old school moves. It's just a half court game. That's all it is. You need that YMCA live, exactly. <laughs> Mad outlet passes, like you know what I'm saying. I'm not running down this court, dog. And you can only play two games. And then, and then your sister, the Xbox One turns off. <laughs> After them two games. Consecutive pick plays, dog. You get seven picks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that Reggie Miller joint coming out of hella screens. Exactly. <laughs> and then bank he's shot. Good. It's only you bank shots. Who, you know who the oldest dude is because he's just setting picks for everybody, dog. <laughs> yep. He's the guy that kicks it right back to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, he, or he goes up. Nah, he got one finger roll a game. One finger roll. That's all he get. No, oh, man. Oh, shit. All right. We we out of here, man. Uh, this is your boy, Cannon, a.k.a. J. Cole Brown. Catch me out there in the pacer. It's your boy, Quams, a.k.a. the full Nelson Mandela, dog. You ain't ready. This your man, Dak Div, man. All the haters can shut up. We the cool kids. Son, you have to do Dak joints until the Cowboys are out of it. All right, I'm trying, though. It's, it's... All right, we out. Yep. <laughs>